want to welcome uh, Scott Roberts with us today. Uh, Scott's been kind enough to uh, take some time out of his schedule and, and talk to us about vaping. Uh, a little bit about Scott. He's a, a nurse practitioner, uh, has his Bachelor's of Science in Respiratory Therapy, and has been in this field for over 50 years. We certainly value the experience that he brings to the table on this topic, and uh, we're really looking forward to hearing about what he's got to say about it and what he can uh, inform us on. So vaping is uh it's legal in mississippi you know you have the vapes that you can buy at the, the quick stops for a, a a nicotine substitute you know as long as you're over 21 you can purchase those and they come in all kind of different flavors uh it can be a attractive for for whatever reason depending on what you're doing but what we a few things we're wanting to find out scott is 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 this really safer than smoking people look at it as an alternative to smoking and you know they don't they don't have the uh, lit tobacco, but is it is it really safer? Thanks for having me, Joe. I really appreciate the time. You're you're right as a as a healthcare professional who's been involved with fifty years of taking care of people with lung disease. There's nothing I would rather see than to than for the population to stop smoking. So it was seen quite early that e-cigarettes could be a way to stop inhaling the, the harsher chemicals associated with cigarettes. And they're obviously marketed by the companies as a safer alternative to smoking. So with that said, I'm all for people trying to quit smoking, but vaping has several potential hazards of which you and I have talked about. It can cause irreversible lung damage to the lining of your lungs because you're still inhaling toxic chemicals and particles that can irritate the lungs and lead to onset of inflammation. This can lead to other more chronic diseases just from the fact of, of inhaling these chemicals. It can cause poisoning if ingested or absorbed, and mm-hmm. that's, that runs a risk with our children and pets, which can be accidentally ingested and then can actually be fatal to children if a large amount is is ingested. The nicotine that we replace with the e-cigarettes is highly addictive, and the companies have been rightfully accused of giving a higher nicotine content to the e-cigarette than is normally present in cigarettes. So we just are looking at an extremely addictive product that as you just pointed out, the real youth of our country, because it's flavored, who would not want to inhale something that tasted like caramel right. or chocolate? And we have really become now, it's become a great hazard, as you pointed out, to our to our young children of, uh, of, of preteen and teenage, which is another reason, as you said, that in 2019, the FDA said nobody under 21 can buy e-cigarettes. So you pointed that out correctly. Right. Yes, sir. So, so people look at this as an, as an alternative, uh, to, to, to be safer, but not only is it, uh, unsafe, it's actually can be more harmful. And there, there's that possibility, like you mentioned of, uh, higher percentages of nicotine in this. I, I didn't realize that that's, uh, wow. Okay. Um, you talked about that lung damage, the damage to the lining. Uh, in, in your experience, have you seen, uh, you know, any, any 
cancers or, or any uh, long-lasting effects from, from this? Point, Joe. I'm so glad you brought that up. What the health con- are the long-term studies on vaping? As we know, cancer is a is a certainly a product of chronic inflammation, and the suspected long-term studies we think are going to reveal that yes, indeed, a an inhalation of these toxic chemicals over long periods of time will lead to abnormalities in growth of cancer cells in the body, particularly in the lung tissue itself. We've recently also seen, and this is fairly interesting, in the last two years, we have a new onset of teenagers with a new description of vaping, and it's called VALI, V-A-L-I, and that stands for Vaping Associated Lung Injury. And these are very sick kids, almost reminding you of some bad pneumonias in adults that come in quite ill, unable to breathe. And unfortunately, we're seeing some higher death rates from this new onset of vaping with these, uh, with, with these e-cigarettes. So it's kind of new. It's only, it's only been talked about since, since about 2020. But we have seen it in this area already wow, with so, teens and young adults uh, using e-cigarettes and vaping. Wow. So, so not only are we uh, falsely trying to solve a problem, but we're actually causing new ones by, by using these. You absolutely are. And, and you and I are parents, and we could I can think of nothing worse than my, my young son or daughter being in intensive care in a hospital struggling to breathe, maybe even going on some form of life support, all because we just couldn't control their addiction to the e-cigarette nicotine habit. And and kind of interestingly, you know, there was a study that came out recently that said that the younger teens, and now we're talking about the, the real 15 to 18-year-olds, just thought that they were inhaling water vapor. They really didn't realize they were inhaling nicotine because of the different flavors, as you pointed out. So we really have a a big problem with the youth and their consequences of not knowing just what they're getting into with e-cigarettes. Right. Wow. Um, And we've talked about, you know, you've mentioned some severe cases and uh, the big ramifications, but on the, uh, on the lesser severe end, let's say that, you know, somebody comes in and uh, they, they've got an issue. They're, they're not breathing well. We find out, or, or you guys find out that uh, that that the uh, vaping is is what's causing this. What does uh, treatment look like? You know, on a, on a case that's not so severe, what what would that look like? Sure. You know, if, as we've all grown up, and, and you and I may be uh, a little older than maybe some of our audience here, but we, as we've grown up, we've all seen uh, either either relatives or family members with asthma and other lung-related health issues. Mm-hmm. The treatment for for vaping is very similar to the treatment for asthma. We give them medications that will help open up their lung passageways. And we give them steroids to reduce the inflammation that the vaping has caused. So it's really similar for that mild to moderate lung infection. Of course, if you get a bacterial pneumonia, we're going to put you on antibiotics to treat the pneumonia. But one thing we really have trouble and we're struggling with 
are the effects of on the heart mm. because nicotine and e-cigarette use cause the arteries to become very stiff. And the stiffer the artery, the more trouble the heart has pumping blood through the arteries. And now you're risking damage to your arteries and blood vessels. And this is an area you just really don't want to get into with right. a high risk at a young age of heart issues. So that day, again, we'll treat you, we'll treat your lungs and hopefully get you better much as we do with asthma, but these cardiovascular problems, they can be a lot more difficult to treat. Oh, wow. And, you know, and while, and while we're talking about this and we, we keep saying the word, the word youth and young adults, and, you know, we've got a lot of successful uh, young athletes in our area. And uh, it just really bothers me to know that, you know, if some damage is caused to their lung and now you tell me they're, they're hard also from simply just vaping, you know, they think they're just getting nicotine, you know, it's, it's whatever's cool or, you know, what it would just, you know, what kids are doing now, but this can have some long-term effects on, uh, you know, their health unnecessarily. But then from a sports aspect too, you know, this could, some of them have some bright, really bright futures around here. And, uh, that could certainly damper those things when we start talking about the lung and now the heart too. Literally, you could be talking about a successful young athlete getting a scholarship, making a real name for himself on the, uh, in, the, in the sports arena, just throwing it all down the drain mm. because of this, you know, like you say, just kind of being cool right. and, and, and doing these, and, and these e-cigarettes. There's, there's really three or four really strong toxic chemicals in these e-cigarettes that are, are really worrisome. You know, there's a lot, of, a lot of, of other ingredients in them, but these three to four toxic chemicals are known to be inflammatory. They're known to cause lung damage, and we think long-term we're going to see that they could also cause cancer as well. So you're right. To get the message out to these people, to our, to our youth and especially our young athletes, is just of, of extreme importance, and I'm so glad you're helping to get this message out. Well, and we, we appreciate your insight on it, too, because you're, you're not only educating the, the listeners, but you're educating me, too. I'm finding out some things that, that I didn't know. Um, let, let's say that uh, – you know, somebody has thought about this or they vape very little or other than just, just stopping cold turkey. I don't know if you'd refer to it the same as smoking, but what are, what are some other alternatives uh, that you would recommend uh, to vaping? If somebody had to get that nicotine or to help wean themselves off, what, what alternatives that are actually safe would you recommend? There are, there are, there are several, Joe, and that's a great point. Uh, you can you can get and and a a fake uh, cigarette that's got a cotton a a cotton felt cartridge in it, and this is smoked like an actually cigarette, but there's no uh, chemicals in it. It's just a powdered nicotine, and in this way, you're actually reducing the inflam inflammation you get from an e-cigarette or or a uh, uh, a, a real cigarette, and then you're just cutting down the amount of nicotine that you would use every day, maybe 20 cigarettes going to 10, going to five, and quitting, and you're reducing the body's dependence on nicotine, and I know a real popular product was Nicotrol, and again, it looks like a cigarette, but it's not. Another form is obviously the patch, the nicotine replacement patch that you wear uh, on your arm or on your thigh, to give you, you to give uh, controlled nicotine release, and I'm a fan, uh, Joe, of the gum. I really like the gum 
as opposed to uh, a, a, a Nicotrol cigarette, you know, type of device, because the gum is a fairly controlled and easy way to get your nicotine and then just chew less gum on a plan to reduce the need for nicotine. So I'm a fan of the gum. I'm a fan of the patch, but I really think the gum has a great deal of, 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 uh, of importance, especially again, as we talk about our young kids, they like, they look, they like their gum. And if you're, and if you're hooked to nicotine, this is a great way to quit. Okay. And just, just taking it a step, a step further, you know, if if we've got somebody listening that has been vaping for a while, they're like, you know, I don't know if that can be an option. Uh, you know, how long would this take on average? How long can somebody, does it take somebody to reduce that dependency, uh, on, on nicotine using the forms that you, you mentioned? It does. It does. You have to have a plan. And that's what we tell everyone who's trying to quit. We know that you're going to have, uh, we know you're going to have hurdles. We know you're going to have barriers. The brain wants the nicotine. It's not about the smoke. It's not about the chemicals. It's that nicotine resides in the reward centers of the brain. So there's nothing better than the brain saying, this makes me feel really good. I want more. Right. So you have to take your time, set up a plan that you want to do to reduce your nicotine intake and be ready for those challenges, those times you fall off the wagon a little bit, get right back on and re reinstitute, regain that footing you have with nicotine replacement because you can eventually get the brain to stop wanting the nicotine Harder than some, harder with some than others, but it, it can and will be successful if you try. Great. Well, it, and it is good to know that there's there's hope through this, and we're we've certainly uh, brought up a bunch of issues and some problems, but I, I want to make sure listeners had a solution for that too. So, so thank you for uh, for providing them with that. And that's the that's the main questions I had uh, to try to try to get out. You've really answered those and answered them really well. I, I thank you for that. Is there anything else you'd like sure. to uh, to add, Scott? I would, I would, Joe, and to our listeners, because there is social media and and uh, uh, the internet is so such a valuable tool. Obviously, it's got a lot of other stuff that goes with it. But the value of the internet is that what uh, the last thing I think we'd like to bring up is an infrequent occurrence. But these e-cigarettes have a powerful battery in them, and of course, there there's a heating mechanism. And what you and I will see if we pull up a Google vaping video is we'll see these e-cigarette cartridges actually exploding. Wow. So I would ask our listeners to, again, look at explosions of these cigarettes. It's not a common occurrence, but you need to look at one or two of these videos of these exploding e-cigarettes to really get the idea of not only a, 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 an addictive danger to these over the long term, but these things could actually do great harm with this malfunction of the battery. So... Anybody that's listening, Google video vaping, Google video, excuse me, vaping explosions, and, and you'll be amazed at what you see. A- excellent point. And while you're mentioning that, I'm thinking of the hazards too. And it's like, you know, who, who knows where these are coming from and if, you know, or the quality control <laughs> that's that's associated with, with the them. Quality, so, yes, sir. Right. So, so thank yes, you sir, for absolutely. Uh, Th- thank you for bringing that point up. Well, I really appreciate our uh, our time together, Scott. I can't thank you enough for helping me with this and uh, getting some more, you know, just factual information out there so people can learn more about it that don't know. I know I learned something, so 
uh, really appreciate you taking out your time, and uh, thank you again, sir. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate you having me. And anytime we can get together, we'll we'll uh, we'll do so. Thank you so much. Thank thank you, Bubba. We appreciate the listeners taking time out to listen to us today. We hope you found it to be educational. We have plenty more topics that we'll be addressing in the future, and guests we'll bring it on are really excited about starting this. Uh, thanks for being patient with me as I learn my way through this and figure out what all the buttons do. So we uh, we thank you again and appreciate you listening to the Peking Police Department podcast where you get to download with the 5 